Welcome back to another episode of Equity Street brought to you by National Investment Advisory. Real estate continues to dominate the headlines and as always I'm joined by founder and managing director of National Investment Advisory to tackle the leading topics in wealth, finance and real estate. As always a big warm welcome to Equity Street to Matt Bauer. How are you Matt? Very well, Peter. How are you, buddy? And welcome to all the listeners. Yes, mate. I'm uh, very well, thanks. And last week we alluded to it. We spoke about interest rate. Interest rates. Sorry. So if you missed out that one, um, go and check. Uh, go and check interest rates out on Spotify as we tackle that topic. When will? Where will they stop? That was all on last week's episode. This week, we're tackling the other buzzword in the market right now, and that is inflation. What is it? How does it affect the property market? What's the knock-on effect? All those questions are going to be answered in this week's episode of Equity Equity Street. So I'm going to hand it straight over to Matt to talk about inflation. What is it? How does it affect the uh, the housing market, Matt? Yeah, it's a good one, isn't it? It's, it's right up there with uh, interest rates at, at the moment, Pete. So in real, uh, I guess, simple economic terms, it's the, it's the general increase in the price of goods and services in our economy and uh, I guess the, the cost of production and bringing those items to the marketplace for consumers. And of course, as it's escalated, prices rise and uh, you know the purchasing power starts to decline. Um, and, and it's certainly... You know, started to, to rise pretty rapidly off the back of COVID, hasn't it? So I, I think we're at maybe a 20-year high, six or six and a half percent, and in in some quarters predicting maybe it'll hit seven percent for a brief period of time at the at the end of the year. So um, is it any wonder that uh, you know interest rates have, have had to be uh, you know implemented at a, at a rapid rate to try and quell this uh, spending and reduce demand and get that inflation figure down? Back down to the, I guess, the normal band that the the RBA tends to target within that sort of two to three percent aspect. And so, so as as a in simple terms, is that saying so? If a, if a loaf of bread once cost you one dollar, for instance, at at uh, at, a, at a seven percent increase, it now it now costs you a dollar and a uh, dollar and seven cents. Is that right? Yeah, pretty much. It's, uh, you know, those products and services that are produced, um, yeah, you know, the, the prices rise because of that, right? So, mm. um, you know, cost of production or, or people to serve and deliver um, and, and it's supply chain challenges as well, right? So, uh, and, and I think all of this is, you know, spiked off the off the, off the back of um, COVID that, uh, you know, looked at, the, the demand sort of pushes that through the door as well, doesn't it, right? People have had more money to spend. They've, they've saved more during lockdown. Uh, you know, the spending bursts have, have caused, I guess, a dramatic increase in you know, purchases that have been online that perhaps those goods are, uh, are imported to a certain extent. So that in turn has put massive pressure on supply chains mm. uh, from imports point of view. Um, you know, those suppliers have been uh, caught short on, on, a, on a global scale. Uh, I think what, you know, it's not only COVID, it's, you know, the Ukraine war, it's the, you know, the stimulus checks that got rolled out throughout that COVID period to to keep things ticking over and and spending power of people. Um, Obviously, low interest rates throughout that time frame contributed to this spike in in, in spending. And um, I I don't think it can be dismissed either as the the shipping crisis, you know, the cost of uh, containers and container ships to 
to move these goods, you know, across the globe certainly escalated at the same time. And, you know, we, we, we saw uh, for, for a good period of time a shortage of containers to even move the, the, the products, uh, you know, from country to country. So that's all contributed to that inflation factor, right? And, and so how does that affect the housing market, mate? Yeah, well, look, I, I guess the, the, the housing market, it's almost like a, a hedge against that inflation aspect as well, isn't it, right? So um, certainly, you know, the cost of uh, goods and services then put uh, pressure on your own personal cash flow, um, your expenditure, your ability to maintain your, your mortgage payments. Um, you know, but then we've, uh, on the flip side of that, uh, I guess the cost of, of goods and services that are associated with bringing uh, new housing to the marketplace start to escalate as well. And, and we saw that in the, I guess, the rapid increase in, in, in construction costs, right? Um, the, the, the cost to bring a, a standard four bedroom house to the marketplace um, you know, escalated anywhere from you know, 80 to $120,000 in the space of mm. six to nine months because of whether it was the cost of uh, shipping, the cost of timber, oil, um, or, or any componentry that, um, you know, is required to, to go into yeah, the production of that housing. And then I, I guess the, the cost of labour is added to that as well. As you know, the, the wages went through the roof and um, because of the volume that was created off the back of the stimulus packages, well, uh, trades were in, in shortage of supply. So obviously the knock-on effect is uh, it's costing more to, to, to bring mm. that product to the marketplace. And so inflation isn't necessarily a problem as long as the wages growth is is matching it and obviously that it hasn't been occurring is that right yeah look the it's and one could argue i guess some of the stats that have been produced that there is you know an emerging sort of wages growth factor in and i guess in in real terms some of that might be spiked by bonuses and incentives to retain staff or you know extra uh, one-off um, retention uh, packages as well may have sort of inflated some of the figures related to, to, to wages growth. But I guess when we're in such a, a low unemployment environment that uh, you, you'd like to think that, you know, there's a good baseline there that, that wages are starting to grow at, at a reasonable rate to, to come off the back of that. So, and I think, um, you know, if you're uh, in the trade space in any way, shape or form at the moment, irrespective of what capital city uh, you're in, then uh, you're in a pretty strong negotiating mm. position at the moment, as an example. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think we uh, we think we covered uh, pretty much all there is to cover on inflation. If you've got any more questions on inflation, don't forget you can head to our socials at National Investment Advisory and send us a message with your questions and we'll get back to you straight away. Thanks for tuning in to another episode. Matt, thanks for coming on again. And we'll see you next week where we tackle the next burning topic in wealth, finance, and real estate. Bye for now.